G'day, my name is Jeff. Merry Christmas. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for the good news of Christmas. That the Lord Jesus Christ has come into this world to live and die and rise again for us. Help us now as we think about your word to delight in what he has done. And we pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. What a year it's been. A year certainly like none other that I've ever experienced. I'm sure it's the same for you. Our hopefully once-in-a-lifetime pandemic year. Uh, that time when we were in lockdown, that was pretty strange, wasn't it? Uh, very lonely, I'm sure, very isolating for many people. Uh, very challenging for families like mine that had seven people all living together in the one house, working and studying. And uh, Many of us have worked from home for the year, and, and all of us, of course, we've gone to church from home, haven't we? It's been a year of, of Zoom meetings. If only we'd bought shares in Zoom last year. Hey, I understand they've increased by 800%. It's been a weird year. Although, if, if you're like me, there are some things that, that, that have been really nice about this year. Our government have done a great job so that the virus has been controlled really well in Australia and the economy has survived. Most of us were able to keep our jobs. Most of us still had enough money. Meanwhile, ha having a heap of stuff cancelled, a heap of stuff that we couldn't do, it, it, it actually made things a lot less busy this year for many of us. Being at home, it was good for many marriages. It gave parents lots more time with their kids. It gave, gave some people more time to establish a good exercise program. Or maybe for some of us, gave us more time to eat junk food. Many people enjoyed working from home. I mean, it's so convenient, isn't it? Many, many people didn't miss having to physically go into work. No need to get dressed up, no travel time. If you set yourself up well in some kind of a home office, in some ways there are probably less distractions. You can get more done, possibly. And also, at the same time, it can work in really well with, you know, you can squeeze in some housework during work hours when you might normally just have a cup of coffee or something. You can put the washing on and stuff like that. Um, it's actually very time efficient. And similarly, I mean, Zoom or team uh, meetings, they're quite efficient in some ways. I mean, our General Assembly, which usually takes about three or four days, was all knocked over in one day this year. There's plenty that's good about working from home and, and doing stuff on Zoom. And, and I know for many people, they, they've, they, they've really liked Zoom church. In fact, there are some people who've told me that uh, there are ways that they prefer Zoom church to face-to-face -face church. Again, it, it's so convenient. Uh, people, can, people can zoom in from far away. I mean, in our Zoom churches, we have people coming, uh, zooming in from, uh, from Malaysia, from Singapore, uh, from country New South Wales, from Perth. Um, and and uh, like with work, there was no need to, to, to dress up, no need to wrangle the kids. And if you had a kid with a sniffly nose, you could still come. Uh, there's no travel time, no struggle to find parking in Chatswood. And, and meanwhile, we could hear all the same stuff. We could hear the same announcements and spotlight and kids talk and Bible talks. We were able, 
you know, to engage with each other via Zoom. There, there was lots that was good about Zoom church. And in terms of Bible study, again, so convenient on Zoom. I mean, my group has had the best attendance this year by far that I can ever remember for, Bible, for a Bible study group. There's plenty that's been good about 2020 and, and meeting on Zoom, plenty that we didn't miss. So what did we miss? And in particular, I'm thinking about church. What, what was missing while we were meeting on Zoom? A couple of months ago, we thought about, uh, we thought about this issue in a Bible study. And we asked this question. What's the difference between sitting in a gondola in Venice as compared to seeing a video or, or FaceTiming someone in a gondola in Venice? If, if you think about it, it's actually it's not all that easy a question to answer. I mean, you see the same things. You, you, you hear the same things. And I, I don't think what's missing is the smell or the taste or the touch specifically. So, so, so what are you missing? What's different? Do you know what? I reckon the answer is Christmas. That's what you're missing, the message of Christmas. The answer is incarnation. Watching it on video, watching it on FaceTime, you're not there in person. You're not there in the flesh. That, that's what incarnation means. In the flesh. Now, on your outline there, I've, uh, I've put some Bible verses about Christmas. And notice as we have a look at them, notice this. They're all about Jesus coming in the flesh. Coming in person. God didn't just send us a video that first Christmas. God didn't just send us a text. God didn't just... FaceTime us or, or, or Skype us or Zoom us. No, no, that first Christmas, God so loved us that he came to us in person. Now, the first verse there is from Luke's Gospel. It talks about how Jesus was born into this world as a real physical human baby. He was laid physically in an animal food trough. He came here to us in person person into this world of, of mud and blood and poverty. Have a look with me at this first verse from Luke's Gospel. While Mary and Joseph were there in Bethlehem, the time came for the baby to be born. And she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. Well, now have a look at the next verse there from John chapter 1. Again, Jesus didn't just send a Christmas card from heaven, having a great time here in heaven, wish you were here. No, no, Jesus became flesh. He made his dwelling here among us from John chapter 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. I mean, here's Jesus he is God, the God through whom all things were made. But now look at what happened. Verse 14, the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. 
We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. And now have a look at the next verse about against the Apostle John. And he talks about Jesus in his first letter. And he talks about how he knew him. He says he knew Jesus in the flesh. He, he heard Jesus in person with his own ears. He saw Jesus in person with his own eyes. He touched Jesus in person with his own hands. He had fellowship with Jesus in person. He knew him. He didn't just watch a YouTube video about Jesus. No, no. The Apostle John, he was Jesus' friend from 1 John. That which was from the beginning, which we've heard, which we've seen with our eyes, which we've looked at and our hands have touched, this we proclaim concerning the word of life. The life appeared, we've seen it and testified to it, and we proclaim to you the eternal life which was with the Father and has appeared to us. We proclaim to you what we've seen and heard so that you also may have fellowship with us and our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. We write this to make our joy complete. Friends, Christmas reminds us of this brilliant truth. God came to us in the flesh. Jesus died on the cross in our place in the flesh. Jesus rose again from the dead in the flesh. The tomb was empty. His flesh and blood body had been raised to life, transformed, yes, but, but not less than it was. Christianity, it's, it's an incarnational message. But you know what? Not only did Jesus come back in the flesh back in history, the day is coming when we will be with Jesus with our sin forgiven through the death and resurrection of Jesus, we look forward to being present with Jesus. Again, in the flesh. Uh, have a look at these next two verses. They speak of, of, of our great hope as Christians. And notice, it's not to see Jesus on Zoom. No, no, no. They speak of our great hope to see Jesus in person. Uh, this, this next verse from 1 Corinthians, it, it's talking about our experience of God uh, right now, it, it's hard to know God, isn't it? He, he seems distant. You, you wonder sometimes if, if he's even there. But the Apostle Paul here in 1 Corinthians, he says, the day is coming when Jesus will return, when, when we'll be raised to life and, and be in the new heaven and earth. And, and on that day, the Apostle says, we will see God, we will see Jesus, we will be there face to face. From 1 Corinthians for now, we see only a reflection as in a mirror. Then we shall see face to face. Now I know in part. Then I shall know fully, even as I am fully known. Or, or look at this picture, this next picture from the book of Revelation. And again, see how, see how physical it is. It, it is. It's a picture of, this is a picture of people who persevere trusting Jesus to the end. And, and, and look at where they are. They're, they're present with Jesus, present with God in person. See how physical it is. After this I looked and there before me was a great multitude that no one could count from every nation, tribe, people and language standing before the throne and before the Lamb. They were wearing white robes and were holding palm branches in their hands. They are before the throne of God and serve him day and night in his temple. And he who sits on the throne will shelter them with his presence. 
Never again will they hunger. Never again will they thirst. The sun will not beat down on them nor any scorching heat. For the Lamb at the centre of the throne will be their shepherd. He will lead them to springs of living water and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. How do you picture heaven? I mean, I hope you don't think of clouds and spirits floating around like ghosts or anything like that because that's, that's, that's not the Bible's picture at all. That's a, that's a picture from Greek philosophy. And I certainly hope you don't think about heaven being some kind of one big Zoom meeting. I mean, can you imagine the Zoom fatigue from an eternal Zoom meeting? No, 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 no. Back on that first Christmas, Jesus came in the flesh. And that is now our great hope. We look forward to the day when we're with Jesus again, face to face. Christianity is incarnational. That's the glorious news of Christmas. And, and so it's no wonder then that we often see in the Bible a longing for people to be with each other. Now, much of the New Testament, of course, is made up of letters. People like Paul and Peter and John, they wrote letters to churches. And of course, the reason they wrote letters was because they couldn't be there with the churches in person. But just have a look at these next couple of verses, because again, they show us, they show us the value of being together face to face. First verses there are from 1 Thessalonians. Paul, when he went and preached the gospel to the, the people in Thessalonica, he, was, he faced terrible persecution and he had to escape from the city. He couldn't be there with the church in person anymore. Now, that's why he's writing them a letter. And it also talks about how he sent a person, Timothy, to be there with them in person. But as he writes this, you can see it just how he longs to be with them. He, he loves them and he values them so much that he, he doesn't just want to send them a a letter or a text or a Zoom meeting, no, no, he longs to be with them face to face from 1 Thessalonians. But, but brothers and sisters, when we were orphaned by being separated from you for a short time, in person, not in thought, out of our intense longing, we made every effort to see you. For, for we wanted to come to you. Certainly I, Paul, did again and again, but Satan blocked our way. For what is our hope? our joy or the crown in which we will glory in the presence of our Lord Jesus when he comes, is it not you? Indeed, you are our glory and joy. Longs to be with them. Or look at this next verse. This one's written by the Apostle John. Again, he's writing a letter to the church. But as he writes, you can see there that he, he'd much rather see them face to face. That, that's what's going to really give him joy. On your outline... The Apostle John writes, I have much to write to you, but I do not want to use paper and ink. Instead, I hope to visit you and talk with you face to face so that our joy may be complete. I mean, that's, that's how you have real joyful relationship. Friends, here's what's been missing in 2020. We've been missing the message of Christmas. We've been missing being together in the flesh, face to face, incarnate. So friends, this Christmas... As we reflect on the year that we've had, let's thank God for the incarnation. Thank God that he sent Jesus to us in the flesh. Thank, thank God that Jesus lived among us in person. Thanks that he died and rose again and ascended in person. And friends, let's, let's look forward to meeting again like we see here in Thessalonians 1. John, let's look forward to meeting again for church in 2021 in the flesh. 
I mean, many people are saying that when COVID is over, they'll continue to work from home. It's probably not a bad thing at all. But I hope no one's thinking like that about church. Don't, don't get too used to doing church in your pyjamas. Make sure you don't book in other stuff on Sundays to, to block out church. Yeah, keep the time set aside. I hope we're all like the Apostle John, like the Apostle um, Paul here. I hope we're, I hope we're look, looking forward to, to meeting incarnate, face to face. And then and finally, this Christmas, after a year of Zoom meetings, let, let's, let's look forward to our glorious future. Soon Jesus will be back and we'll spend eternity with him face to face, in person, really fully there. That's good news, isn't it? Happy Christmas. Let's pray. A gracious God and loving Heavenly Father, we thank and praise you for your mercy and kindness to us in that you gave us the Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, to come into this world in the flesh, to live and die and rise again from the dead for us. We thank you for our great hope that Jesus will return in person and that we will be with you and see you face to face. Lord, what a glorious message, what a glorious hope. We pray that as we wait, that we will enjoy our time together face to face and that we'll encourage each other to live for the Lord Jesus. We thank you so much that uh, this message of Christmas is a message of incarnation, that Jesus has come in person. And we thank and praise you in his name. Amen.